Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones. Today's guest is Michaela Passeri. She's a USA and European-based award-winning emotional intelligence and business performance coach, best-selling author, international speaker, community leader, and founder of the Emotional Money Mastery Business Training Program and the Love Your Evolution Retreats in Italy. She helps entrepreneurs fully unlock their financial abundance with strategic monetization and sales structure implementation. She's also the Global Women Club Director for Los Angeles and sits on the board of the Ocean Conservancy, Dana Blue. Thank you and welcome to the show, Michaela. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you so much for having me, Marisa. So tell me a little bit about your journey. You're a coach, you're an author, you're an international speaker. I love all of the above. So what, what kind of led you into this, uh, this field and what you're doing today? Well, first, I, I, I uh, got to say that I've designed my life uh, like this on purpose. And um, it's totally possible to design the life that you want. I'm living proof. Um, so, I, I mean, initially, I, I was born and raised in Florence, Italy. I'm uh, American mother, Italian father. And when I got the opportunity to come to college here and to really stay and live, um, I started <clears throat> thinking what I wanted to do for work. And, you know, initially it was like, you know, to use my biculturality, the fact that I have the best of both worlds, right? And so I really started out as a uh, entrepreneur right off, of, right out of college, right off the bat. And I was importing leather handbags uh, from Italy and, and doing kind of like the retail wholesale type of business. But eventually that really kind of came to a halt when, when, the, when the Euro came and I had to go, you know, on a personal introspective journey and really figure out, okay, what do I love? What, what makes me happy? You know, what's my purpose? And out of that, um, this interesting journey started, which was really a cathartic journey for me because it was my own journey to self-discovery, to self-love, to self-value, to really understanding that I was a, a spiritual being having a, a physical experience and, and that I could maximize the experience here on earth by really understanding myself deeper, by understanding my emotionality, by understanding how I created patterns so that I could undo them, how, uh, by really understanding how I could respond to things instead of react. And so it was really my own journey. And um, what happened was when I had to close my handbag business, I started doing inspirational clothes and I was putting positive messages on clothes. And those were really the, they were the, the, the catalyst that brought me to doing the coaching work that I, that I do now, because I would put these, you know, my, my main, my flagship message was, I love who I am. And women would buy my products, but then would tell me, I don't love who I am. They'd call me up and say, I, I don't, I can't wear it. I feel embarrassed. I feel like a fraud. And so this whole conversation would start. And that's what really led me to, you know, coaching and to supporting people and really finding their own value and understanding how 
they can um, step into that bigger, greater version and create the life of their own choosing. I, lo- I love how, you know, you mentioned that the women would buy your clothes and then yeah. they felt like a fraud. So many of us, when we, it's not until we get faced with something that we realize how bad it is that we don't love ourselves, right? Like for me, it was a moment where I was in a workshop and I was, at, everyone was passing around a mirror and you had to look in the mirror and say, I love you. And I couldn't do it. I literally couldn't do it. And and all these people in a circle were just doing it with ease and I couldn't do it. And I finally said it and it was uncomfortable because I felt like a fraud. And right. the woman who was leading the workshop said, you know, she started talking about it because she recognized how difficult it was for me. But you get used to that mindset that you don't love yourself and you're until you're faced with it. Right. That you start um, you start uh, doing something about it. So let me ask you when, you, when you switched from, you know, you said you went on the self journey after you closed your business. Most people have like a big life impact that, that kind of breaks them down and then they start to rebuild. So closing your business was a big change for you. But what was it that made you go go within and start looking at what you needed to change and how you wanted to live on your day to day? Yeah, well, I had... Um you know, I had had a, a pretty tragic uh, event happen when I was I- in my early 20s. Uh, I had just moved to America and my father was killed in a car accident in Bulgaria. And so my world oh my really started falling apart from there. Yet I still was able to, I mean, I just started college. So I was able to to push through and um, and do what I needed to do. But I hadn't really fully grieved. I hadn't really full, fully gone through everything that I needed to go through, even if it had, it was years later. So the moment that I had to let go of what I felt was my baby and what, what was, what was really what I felt was my dad's gift because he was the entrepreneur in the family. Uh, and it was his gift of his, just my, my personality, my way of thinking, my business sense, all of that really I felt that I got from him. So when I had to close my business, it was kind of like a part of him died all over again because uh, I really felt like he guided me through the building of that handbag business. Uh, You'll get a kick out of this one. I called it Bubula. Bubula is an Italian (laughs) affectionate term for little girls. So it was really, that business was really for my father, right? It was to honor him. Uh, and his last legacy. So it literally kind of felt like I had to let go of him all over again. And so when I went through that, looking and understanding, okay, you know, why have I created X, Y, Z? Why do I do the things that I do? What is it that I want? What is it that I love? You know, all of that type of introspective uh, thinking, I had to really kind of come to terms as like, well, you know, I know that I have these talents and gifts, and I know that I can manufacture, run a business, sell and all that. Let me, and I know that then I also, I feel drawn to love energy, to love, to really wanting to love others and, and create, you know, contribute to the world in a way that could shift it for the better, right? So that's when I had the idea of the, um, of putting positive messages on clothing, but it wasn't until years later after that, that I really got into the coaching. So uh, I think it still was my dad, but it was, you know, it was like that, that tragic moment 
from his death, it really still kept kept kind of dripping some some um, golden nuggets right. <laughs> along the way through inspiration and stuff. So yeah, you know, it's interesting because so many of us we get hit by these life impacts that that you know our day-to-day lives don't allow for us to slow down and really heal from them, right? We have to push through. You know, if there's a death in the family, we have to push through. If we've lost our job, we have to push through. Like all these major, you know, or if there's been abuse or a divorce or having a child, good or bad, we're never allowed to slow down because that's the way society, right, has, has that's, that's what we created in, within our society. So how do you convince, right? How do you make believers of your clients that they are able to slow down and how do you help them do that? Yeah, so I mean, um, as you know, the journey progressed and I really delved into uh, lots of different modalities and did a lot of seminars and just kept the journey going, right? The, if, we, if we don't keep learning, we die, right? If we're not growing, we're dying. That's the saying, right? So I'm definitely a, a constant learner. And so throughout my own learning and my own evolution, I just found um, a specific modality called emotion code that really allows me as the practitioner to uh, find the root causal negative emotional event that caused someone to create a mental, emotional, or behavioral pattern in the subconscious that's still operating within their emotional body and having them not have what they want. So, or not go in the direction that they want, or they think they're going in the direction, but they're going about it all wrong. And so I really use subconscious mind release techniques to do that, including emotion code. But I I do help, uh, I mainly help and serve entrepreneurial women and, and business owners. So I, what is amazing about the subconscious mind is really we can find any, we can find any answer to anything that we want to know in there. And so with that, with that work, I'm also able to support them in in helping them build the financial future that they want, the business that they want, the relationship that they want, right? And so it really just depends on the individual and what they're looking to create in their life. But it all starts with that deep introspection and, and really peeling the onion layers of the subconscious and finding those aha moments that that connector of the dot events that the conscious mind can then connect with the subconscious and have that moment of freedom and then from there release and create new conversations around that event that are more empowering that can lead them into the future you know it's interesting because when i was doing healing you know i've been to therapists on and off throughout the years um they only break the surface, right? Like they're only touching on the surface. You really have to go deep. So a lot of the work that I do is different techniques, but it's similar. It's identifying a life event and what what are the resonating patterns and behaviors that you still carry today? And it's a lot of talk therapy. It's a lot of journaling. It's a lot of prompting to get to that. Um, when I did it, when I did it for myself, I did five years of hypnotherapy. And so people go, what? In the beginning, I was going three days a week. And then I, you know, over time I went to, you know, two days a week, then one day a week, then once every two weeks, and then once a month. And then I kind of did it for maintenance. 
I uncovered so much in my self subconscious that I had been carrying because, you know, I, I had an abusive father. And so I had so much trauma and so much that I was carrying. But I had to I had to dig deep. I really had to go in and and break that apart. And so many of us, we accept that that's who we are. We accept, oh, well, I'm just broken and that's the way I am. Or that's just, I'm always angry. That's just, you know, that's yeah, the way I always, that's just me. I'm triggered. Yeah. You know, you piss me off and I'm going to let you know. And, you know, but we don't have to be that way. We can, we can be softer. We can be more loving. We can, and, and especially towards ourselves. Right. Um, so it's really important. You have to go to the core. Um, so now running a handbag business is very different than coaching individuals. Both take a lot of energy, but yes. one is a very personal, more internal energy than external, right? The handbag business, you're probably a lot of external energy busyness, but the, but the, you know, the work you do with your clients are very much internal and that takes a lot more out of someone. So how do you rejuvenate so that you can keep up with your clients? Well, I definitely do that I give to myself. Uh, and uh, the things that I do are, you know, they vary. They can be any anything from, you know, getting giving myself time to go to the beach or get a massage or even just time to, to kind of take a break. Um, but I do find that kind of doing things that make me feel good is really what does it. So it's finding that netter, next better feeling place. And that's what I tell a lot of my clients is if you want to really focus on raising your emotional vibration, um, which is part of the work that I do in as far as the energy side of it, um, you want to look for, you want to constantly be looking for the next better feeling place, however that is for you. And it's different for everyone. So for me, the way that it looks for me is I do take a lot of breaks. I do go get a lot of massages and I travel a lot because traveling really gives, it really feeds my soul. And so like this year I'll, I'll end up traveling probably four or five times. Um, so it's just finding the thing that, that really makes you feel good and do more of it. Yeah. That's great. I love that. You have to make time for yourself. You have to create that balance uh, in your life. And somebody said it great today, an, an earlier guest, and she said it's integration, right? It's integration versus balance because balance, you're trying to juggle everything, whereas integration, you're building a flow in your life that's that's more consistent, right? Um, that's really great. So what happens, um, what are some of your triggers and what do you do when you come up against one? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has them. <laughs> I know, we all do, right? Well, the one that I'm still working on um, is, so, yeah, have you heard of human design, by the way? Yes, yeah. So I am an emotional design. I'm a manifesting generator, emotional authority. And my part of my profile um, is I, I, I also between being very social and being very kind of, uh, isolated, wanting to be isolated, right? So I, I go between that. But part of the, the part that's my purpose is that I get to correct. Okay, so I'm I'm prefacing all this <laughs> because I, you know, it's a perfect being a coach is the perfect job for somebody that whose purpose is to correct. However, the way that I'm meant to be to to correct is not the way that necessarily I have corrected in the past in the sense that my, uh, because of that, that, that purpose built into my human design, uh, 
I feel, I feel very called to when I see things that could be done better, I always feel called to say, well, why don't you do it this way? Even though I'm not <laughs> saying it, right? So, so I get to really uh, navigate that urge, number one. Um, the other thing that I'm still working on is the way that I deliver, not with my clients, because I'm very good with my clients and very gentle and compassionate and all that. But with people like my daughter or my partner, right? The people that kind of are, um, they get under your skin a little bit more. Uh, so I'm still working on really uh, navigating my own response into delivering the correction that I feel <laughs> needs to needs to happen, <laughs> right? Um, and, and yeah, but so yeah, you know, I just I work through it. I just the moment that I have the awareness, oh, oops. I'm about to do the thing that I do. Then I take a breath and I step back and I choose something different. And then if I end up not noticing and I've done it and then it's like, oh, okay, let me, you know, let me renegotiate and uh, acknowledge. And then let me just make sure that next time I, I catch it before I do it. Right. So. And, and you said it right there, awareness. When you have an awareness of what triggers you, if you have an awareness of who you are, your human design, right, then you can be successful at life because then you, then you help yourself and you help those around you. Um, so do you teach human design at all? Do you, I like, don't. Do you coach I don't. That? Okay. I don't, but I have uh, an amazing friend in my uh, community who's really good. She's an amazing coach around human design. She might actually really be a great uh, person to interview here on the podcast. She has uh, very interesting perspectives, but uh, no, I don't. I just, uh, I, I think it's, it's very intriguing to me. And uh, I, I just like what I've, what I know about it so that I can use it to my, to my benefit. That's great. I love it. Yeah. You'll have to introduce me to her. Um, so what are, what are some of the things that you, you help you, you also help with money, emotional money mastery. Um, so talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So basically when I first started coaching, um, you know, because the clothing line guided me to that, right. It was really around, um, just wherever meeting people, wherever they were at. But what I found out through the years was that at the end of the day, everybody just wanted to feel financially free, wanted to make enough money for themselves to do to live the life that they wanted to live. Now, that looks different for everybody, um, but that's really at the core that pretty much almost everybody wanted. And so led me to really understand how this work and create a program, actually programs around how to support people to one side, right? Free themselves from the subconscious mind triggers and hooks that are holding them in, in those behavioral patterns and thought patterns and emotional patterns that are having them not take the action that's going to get them more money, right? And then on the other side is helping them with business strategy and business implementation plans, to which is like the action steps that they need to take to go and create the money. Uh, so it's it's kind of like a twofold. So I, I combine the two and then I support them in, in um, creating that. that that's great. That's such a great feeling when you can be you can be empowered to empower other women, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you're truly you're truly living your purpose. Um, yeah. What ad, what what advice would you give to someone who is just kind of lost and wanting to find their way? Well, first of all, I feel you <laughs> for sure. I feel you. I was you know I've been there, done that. Uh, and the one advice is to keep going. Just keep even in the, in the toughest moments. Keep your vision alive by taking even if it's a small step that day towards your vision towards your goal um and keep yourself inspired because if you don't keep yourself inspired you'll fall into the trap of those negative emotions and they can take you off track and keep you off track for a while so um just keep going and stay inspired i would say great advice Fantastic. All right. Where can people find you, Michaela? Well, you can find me on socials, right? You can find me, Michaela Passeri, without the H. Um, M-I-C-A-E-L-A-P-A-S-S-E-R-I. So there's no H in my name. Uh, and all in LinkedIn, Insta, and Facebook. But my website is loveyourevolution.com or... Same thing, loveyourevolution.com. It's the same same thing, but just <laughs> word, uh, play on words there. Uh, yeah, so they can, they can find me there. And, uh, great. Well, everyone, make sure you go out and find her. Um, you've been great. I love, love having you on the show today. Thank you so much, Thank Michaela. Yeah. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.